the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie that's amore when the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine that's amore bells will ring tingalingaling tingalingaling and you'll sing the Welcome, everybody, to a very sexy episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, because it's episode 69. That's the suck number! (laughs) Is that the one? I guess it's that one, because Andrew said it, and now you heard it, listeners, and can't ever forget it. Nope, never. That's that's the suck number. And that's how you know that you've made it to the sexiest podcast on the internet. Like Jack said, this is What a Beautiful Podcast, episode 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> We're children at heart. <laughs> at heart. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. We're I think it might be a little far to say that me and you ever ever matured, maybe past. I, you know, I'll be generous. I'll give us eighth grade. Oh man! Oh man! The dark times. <laughs> the dark times. <laughs> I I wonder. You know, listeners, let us know if you had a good uh, a good time in eighth grade. Because I I think I kind of want to do a social experiment here. That I'm pretty sure it's like just like a, a fact of life that nobody has a good time in middle school. Like you know, no, middle school's the worst one. A lot of people have a bad time in high school too. But some people enjoy high school. But everybody. Everybody had a miserable time in middle school. I don't care who you were. Yeah, I don't care if you were fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I bet <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson had a shitty year in seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not a fun time. And here I am, lived past it. I'm 25, gonna be 26 in a month. I'm drinking a fucking PBR and talking about a podcast about comic books. So Love I guess we all. Books. We all made it somewhere in life eventually, right, Jack? Oh, I, th- I feel like we made the right decisions. <laughs> so anyway, uh, last time you caught us, if you did catch last week's episode, and if you didn't, you missed out, because every week is special and important. But, <laughs> in any case, we are continuing our coverage of Part 5, Golden Wind, and we last left off, uh, Jorno met a special friend. Yeah, he met a special friend, Bruno Bucolati. That's that's the one I'm going. <laughs> Bruno Bucolati. Hey, hey, I'm walking here. Um, <laughs> and they're having a nice, good old fight on a tram car uh, because Bruno knows that, uh, or suspects that Giorno killed Leaky Eye Luca. He doesn't know for sure because because uh, not giving up the ghost yet. But technically, the boss killed Leaky Eye Luca. Well, Bruno wants to find out who put the shovel in his head. Well, technically, Luca put the shovel in his head, but <laughs> we haven't got there yet. Um, and we found out that Bruno has a very strange stand ability. Uh, he can make zippers appear on things, and it's terrible. Yeah, it's like insane. But what's really good is, uh, I mean, we've said this before. If you haven't, go look up all the, the localizations of the stand oh names in the JoJo fighting games because oh, so good. because they're all so good you already know our faves I think we went over them but in case you mm-hmm. don't know 
Bruno here, his stand is localized as Zipperman. Zipperman. <laughs> Zipperman. Insanely good. Insanely insane. I love oh it. Zipperman. He's here. I, if if um, SASs ever get like picked up by a U.S. distributor, I would love to see them put stickers like they do with uh, but see, Yamato. They they don't even do that because all they don't. First of all, they don't. They don't do anything to the boxes with the uh, the Minisimos, like the little Ninjaroid guys. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything to the boxes when they because they they sell those in the West for for some reason. They can sell those, oh, but they yeah. can't sell the SASs. But the boxes don't change. But all of the like the online listings for them. So like when uh, Killer Queen got released, it was mm-hmm. it was just all the listings just had to be stand of Yoshikage Kira. They couldn't even put Deadly Deadly Queen. Oh, God. It's going to be even worse when, uh, I guess, uh, Gold Experience, whenever they do that one. Or maybe they'll continue the Mendicio line. Who can say? Uh, I don't fucking know. But, you know, the localization for uh, Gold Experience is just Golden Wind, which makes enough sense, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. Um, We we pick up in uh, Bucalati is Coming, Part 3. Uh, Giorno having a very bad time because he is unzipped from his nose to, like, his left nipple. Like, <laughs> that's an He's... unfortunate thing to be unzipped to. Ooh, and check out this cover page. So, one great thing about the way Araki likes to draw Giorno and Gold Experience is that they are totally, totally gay for each other. Oh, God. They really lean into, like, yeah... This is the, a hot the, the boy. Stand, His stand's a hot boy. Yeah, stand user and stand as lovers is mm-hmm. is a motif that Araki really leans into in this part. Mm-hmm. And it continues in part six to an extent. Oh, yeah. He loves to do that, especially on, like, promotional art for different art books and stuff. Like, there's the one... There's the... I think it's a music collection. Or it might be like one of the Jojo Veller books where all the stands are just like very erotically charged on the yeah. front. It's fantastic. Anyway, but, uh, fights. Oh yeah. Fights. So so we're 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 fighting. We're fighting. Mm-hmm. Um I'll I'm gonna start from uh when Bruno is mocking him while Giorno's on the floor. Okay. From, uh, this is a great uh, perspective of Bruno's face, too. The, the, oh, the shadows so... and everything, it's so funny. <laughs> it's fantastic. Your head's all wobbly. It feels like it's going to come off, hmm? You probably don't even understand what I'm doing to you anyway, Giorno Giovanna. I can even kick your head like a soccer ball while asking you who attacked Leaky Eye Luca, you know? I can't take any more of this. I can't take any more hits of him. I'll be torn to pieces. And that trick, putting the eye into my hand. So this, this ability of his is how he did it. However, I've never once in my life used gold experience to attack another human being. I only just discovered it a few months ago. I know that gold experience's ability can give life to things like bags or bricks if I hit them. If it hits an object, what would happen? Even I don't know the answer to that. But what would happen if Golden Experience hits a human being? Answer me, Giorno Giovanna. Muda! Sklorch. Is the sound I, I guess that makes. And here we see an ability of Gold Experience that we never really uh, see again. 
Um, what, that he could do harm? No, the fact that he slows down time for Bruno. Oh! <laughs> what? Yeah. Remember that? Uh, no! Oh, yeah. It's We're leading into it, but at the top of the page here. Um, so, gold experience, when it, like, hits a person, it alters their sense of time but only their perception of time not actually time passing and this doesn't get brought up a whole lot because gold experience fights usually don't involve him punching a person until the very end so... yeah i'm glad this kind of got dropped because part of the thing that makes gold experience so interesting is that he's the first uh he's the first like main jojo stand to not be like an offensive fo- offensive focus stand Oh, yeah, like, totally not even a bit. So, like, having a power that totally resides around him punching someone is kind of lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this punch opens up. Uh, it kind of just, like, breaks uh, Bruno's wrist real bad. Uh, I'm going to guess this is Italian for disgrace. Disgraziato! Disgraziato! What was that? Um... Yeah, go from uh, uh, Giorno's inner monologue here. We'll just jump back and forth here because it's a lot of text in this fight. Disgraziato is the equivalent to wretched. What? Yeah. What? (laughs) You wretched is what he's trying to say, but he doesn't finish this sentence. It's like he's saying, you son of a blank. son of a... Why I oughta... All right, I'll pick up from from Jorner over here. Yeah. I have no other option but to try it. I have to use my gold experience's ability against him. I don't know what will happen if I attack a human with it, but I have to for survival's sake. You were a stand user, so you could see my stand ability? And you, it can't be. You're only 15. A what user? You're the one who did Luca in. Gold experience! Bruno is slammed back by the force of Gold Experience's uh, uppercut. I guess that's an uppercut. Yeah, this is weird. I'll be getting into a part where it shows Gold Experience stand stats, but I'm pretty sure its offensive stat is pretty low. It's not very punch ghosty. Yeah, so like this punch shouldn't really be able to knock Bruno back like this. Uh, It's a, well, you know, like we said at the beginning, this part is. For all the things that are great about it, it's pretty fucking flawed, and it's got to work some kinks out. Yeah. But really, it, all the parts have to work some kinks out. Oh my god, know? of course. Uh, so, Bruno... So, alright. Gold experience. This gets dropped. Uh, Bruno goes to steady himself on a handrail and bends it in half. Like a solid steel handrail. He gets up and... Uh, realizes that he's filled with strength. That it's like the he's strength. crab walking. <laughs> <laughs> he's crab walking across the tram car, just like, oh, I'm so fast. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at me go. It's like this strength is growing inside of me, as if my body's been fueled with life. Um, so this seems to have backfired and on Giorno. And Bruno takes another good swing at him with his enhanced strength and speed. Uh. But, not quite how that works. Because it seems like Bruno just slides right through Giorno. Like he, uh, like Giorno dodged his attack. 
and man i forgot this whole fight like this sequence yeah. here because um, none, none, none of these powers ever get brought up again. No, this is like gold the experience one time. is like nothing like he actually is. This is gold experience like ten chapters from now is like basically a completely different stand. Very that, much that's got to so. explain why I completely forgot about all of this. Because I remember, obviously, I remember this like this this little arc happened. Like this fight is important to the story, and it's like the the way it starts. But I completely forgot what actually happened in it. Yeah. So what we see happening here is Bruno's sense of time, his consciousness, like all of his senses just going out of whack. Like he he's thinks like, he's, he's basically like he's drunk. Pretty much. For all you Naruto fans out there, it's like when Rock Lee gets drunk because he gets super powerful and super fast. That's what Bruno thinks he's doing right here. I'll stop talking <laughs> about Naruto now. Um <laughs> Because Bruno sees clones of himself over the place where he was moving. He thinks he's super strong and super fast. And then he sees that Gold Experience is, is winding up another punch and tries to dodge it. But realizes that he's the one moving in slow motion. And here's the iconic sequence of this punch just like sliding into Bruno's face. <laughs> I think this it is uh, one of Giorno's special moves in... Um, all-star battle just like oh my movements are too slow it hurts the sharp pains they're hitting me slowly Ah." Giorno isn't the one that's slow it's my consciousness that's going out of control it looks as if gold experience gives more life to a living human being they become out of control only their consciousness does however i don't know why i have this ability but i suppose all i have to do is use it thanks Giorno. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for that explanation. It still doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. No. We don't. We still don't really have all the details about what gold experience can do, but we'll get there. Yeah, it's a baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. Anyway, Bukalot is coming, part four. Gah! My teeth are slowly breaking. Gah! Crunch, crunch, <laughs> this, crunch. This, this Bruno's face is so I love up. it. He looks like Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, it looks like something out of Spongebob. Oh, <laughs> like, it's terrible. Um, oh, there are still people in this tram car that saw Bruno just get, like, walloped invisibly. Oh, man. Oh, here we go. Here's the, uh, here's the stat page. Oh, okay, yeah, so here we get... Force C. Yeah, huh. that's what I'm saying. And in Precision C and Range E. Like, this stand is not a punch ghost. Like, it, it can't. No, like, but... A speed, A growth. We'll circle back around to that one. <laughs> yeah, well, let's just go through its ability right here. Because we got the... <clears throat> ability has the power to endow objects with life. When it hits something, it can turn the object into a plant or an animal. Also, any attack towards the transformed object will be reflected back towards the aggressor. If it gets punched, the opponent gets punched. If it gets cut, the opponent gets cut. If it hits a human, that individual's senses will go out of control and everything will seem like it's moving slowly, including themselves. Even the pain will feel slow. So, basically, in in less words, uh, Gold Experience is the ultimate support stand. It oh, is yeah. by far the most powerful support stand in the entire series. It heals everything. It heals better than, than Crazy Diamond could. 
because it, it it not only does it heal, it, it can like regenerate like lost parts of your body and and turn a rock into your dick. Like it could do anything. <laughs> yeah, because as we go through this story and people get like gunshots, what Giorno will do would take like a hammer and turn it into like organic goop. Yeah, he'll like, make se- he'll make like stem cells out of a bullet. Like, oh my god, it's true though. It's ridiculous, and they do a lot of really cool stuff with it. But this one particular power about when he punches somebody, it slows their consciousness. Like they don't really talk about it too much. No, not especially. Um, so Bruno's bleeding on the floor. These other people in the car are screaming, um, and Giorno surmises that the range of both their stands are the usual, like, three meters. Um, which is still, like, ten feet's kind of... It's, it's a good distance. Um, I'm going to go from the bottom of the page where he's like, where Bruno's, like, bleeding out his mouth hole. Okay. According to my investigations, you aren't affiliated with any gang. I thought you were just a 15-year-old kid. But you, Giorno Giovanna, you're the one who attacked Ligiai Luca. Why did you do Luca in? The boss wants to know. You wouldn't believe me if I said it was an accident, yes? And so you're planning to kill me, am I right? (laughs) You're a person who's prepared himself for conflict. If you prepared to kill someone, then that means that in turn you're always prepared for the danger and possibility of being killed yourself. He's going to try to kill me. He's completely serious. He's just a damn kid and he's trying to kill me. His skin and his sweat says that he's not lying. When he says he'll do it, he'll do it. He has that kind of strength. Look at Jordo's lips fused into Gold Experience's head. That's unsettling. <laughs> this is a cursed image. <laughs> it, like, it I does... feel like that's gotta be a coloring error, right? Like, there's... <laughs> oh my god, because you can see like the bottom of his chin too, kind of. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Because instead of looking like Giorno is giving Gold Experience a kiss on the head, it now looks like he kind of became part of the top of Gold Experience. I gotta stop looking at this. Yeah, um, <laughs> moving, oh, moving on. Oh, um, here he is. Yeah, here's Sticky Fingers. Ah, oh, dude, Sticky Fingers is awesome. I love Sticky Fingers. He he's looks like very he's similar playing... in design to Gold Experience. Like they're kind of like counterparts to each other. Yeah, he looks like he's playing a sport that hasn't been invented yet, but I yeah. want to play that sport. He has a oh. giant zipper in his crotch. Oh, he's, which is funny. He's got that good old dick zip. <laughs> dick zip. Uh, dick zip. <laughs> Host Bruno Bucalati, standing, sticky fingers. I wasn't told to bring the culprit back alive. I could fight you here, but. Frankly, I don't want to endanger myself by getting hit with that bizarre ability of yours again. I'm going to distance myself. I'll distance myself from you for a bit, and then I'll kill you. Swipe. Shum. Huh? 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 Slurp. Uh, and now we see that Bruno can use his zippers to basically teleport. Uh, I really like that he's making a hole in a moving trolley car like is he just gonna go flying out of it <laughs> he's like well here's the thing he's got a pocket dimension 
that's the thing that never really talk about like what's inside the zipper oh um, i guess that's another fucking vanilla ice situation isn't it like uh, yeah it's it's the dimension that he can only access whatever it's the plot convenience direction more or less that's where it is that's where they all go he finds fucking armless abdol <laughs> abdol's rotting like, corpse what's up hey what's good <laughs> Bruno just ignores him. It's just like, I, I, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on in here. Yeah. So Bruno is able to slurp out the car, and Giorno sees him just hightailing it out of here. Bruno's jaw is probably broken at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, you want to do a little of his internal monologue there? Sure. This man at the hole. This man, he made a hole with the zipper on the side of the tram and went inside it. He's even able to go through solid walls. <gasps> this is bad. It was wrong of me to allow him to leave the cable car. If I lose sight of Bukarati here, even if I have gold experience, he, if he follows me around with that ability for 24 hours, with the intent to assassinate me, I'll never be 100% safe. I'll lose. Additionally, if Bukarati tells others about me, then the situation will become totally out of control. I'll have to get rid of him right now. Otherwise, I have no future. <laughs> Bukarati um, does that thing in Assassin's Creed <laughs> where you just, like, shove yourself into a group of people, but he uses these people like a smoke bomb uh, <laughs> because he's able to use his zipper and go inside these people. <laughs> Oh boy! I like one of these five poor schmucks has uh, an entire man inside of their body. <laughs> who was he? In, who was he hiding inside of? No. Uh, and we see this one punk kid swatting at a fly who was part of this group. What the hell? Damn annoying fly! Smack. Um. <laughs> wait. What? Oh god! Damn it! fucking gold experience um so this fly was actually bruno's tooth that giorno transformed into a fly and because this kid smacked it out of the air uh bruno took an equivalent amount of damage and popped out the back of this kid's uh back and spurting some more blood you really gotta suspend your disbelief for some of this shit you just gotta you just have to go with it (laughs) Yeah, this is... It's mm. worth it. If you just... If you let it happen, it's great. You just yeah. gotta not think too much. <laughs> yeah, and Jorah's just like, yeah, you fucking did this to yourself, you idiot. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't mess with me. I had just announced that I wouldn't allow civilians to get involved. I apologize. That was a lie. Well, one could say that if you were hit by the blow that you dealt yourself, so please try to bear it. <laughs> Bukalati's coming. Bukalati's coming. Five. The tooth slowly rolls down the page. Bucolati just standing over this kid's body, like with a big old zipper in it. Giorno Giovanna, it seems that your ability isn't something to be taken lightly. Since I can't hide myself, I have no choice, even though I face the danger of getting hit. Looks like I'll have to kill you right here and now. I can't let you get away. Regarding that point, I'm desperate. Get away? You don't have to worry about that anymore. 
The only thing you should worry about is what will happen once you're pulled apart and left on the ground by my zippers. This is a battle of who'll get who'll hit the other with their fist first. Besides, it would be stupid to try to kick me. There's a big possibility I'll just grab your leg. What's wrong? Come on, Giorno Giovanna. Shoom. Muda! Stand. Old experience! Zap. And uh, Bruno is hit again by the, uh, the life force punch, I guess. But he's able to bear it this time and does a quick zip, zip, zip on Giorno and just falls to pieces. And this is where things get a little wacky with Zipperman. Oh, yeah, because the arm that Bruno got hit in wasn't his actual arm, was just the arm of the the other kid swapped using the zippers. God, this... Oh, man. <laughs> this isn't my arm. My sticky fingers has the ability to put several different things together using zippers. This kid... This arm from the kid that I was hiding inside of earlier, I exchanged his arm with mine only natural to minimize the chance of getting hit by your stand's ability. That's why your gold experience wasn't effective. Shop. As he unzips the other arm. I'm going to di dispose of you, Giorno Giovanna. Ah! Oh. Gold experience! Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is so weird. I can't believe it. He tore off his own arm. He increased the range of his attack so he'd be a split second faster. <laughs> Zoom punch. <laughs> That's what this is. Um, also, I didn't realize uh, Zipperman is a lot like Nut King Call. Or uh, Nut King Call is a lot like Zipperman. Uh, yeah. Josh I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if that's on purpose. It probably yeah. is. Uh, so he gets hit with the, uh, the zipper punch. Uh, again, everything is slow. The world around me seems slow. Only my senses are going out of control. He, he's going to kill me. Giorno Giovanna's stand doesn't have too much power, but in this situation, that makes it even worse. If I have to experience that slow pain, not only once, but several times in a row, I'll probably die from shock. But Giorno doesn't. He simply walks away from Bruno and zips himself back together, going out of range of Gold Experience's uh, range. What are you doing, Giorno Giovanna? Why did you stop attacking? Why aren't you finishing me off? Hmm. Because you're a good person. You're a gang member, but a good person. You just hesitated to attack me, so I also decided not to attack you. When you saw the strange marks on the boy's stolen arm when you removed it, you stopped fighting for a moment because of the shock, am I correct? You were shocked by how the arm had signs of drug injection. Oh, oh god. Oh, I hate that. Oh. I hate that. I yeah, hate I that so much. That's the that is oh. Oh god. Anyway, yeah. How old is this boy? He's 13. His pseudonym ID says so. Only because you hesitated for a moment in shock, I was able to use gold experience to retaliate. If you were the kind of person who doesn't hesitate or feel shock, then I would have been rolling on the ground in pieces. And that's why I stopped my attack. Those who want to do drugs are free to do it. Individual freedoms exist. Those that want to die have the freedom to choose how they die. 
But there are people in this town who sell drugs to children, and you can't forgive that. That's what you're thinking. And the one who's selling the drugs to them is your boss. And so you feel conflicted. That's why your heart hurt when you saw that boy's arm. Oh, Bruno's such a good boy. And if that's true, <laughs> that has nothing to do with the fact that I have to dispose of you. That I've been giving orders to find out who attacked Luca and to dispose of him. Just because you decided to stop fighting me, that doesn't change the fact that I'm going to kill you. No. You won't try to kill me anymore, because you'll become my ally. I'm planning on defeating your boss and taking over this city. What did you say? In order to get rid of gangsters who sell drugs to children, you have to become a gang member yourself. <laughs> and that's Giorno's motivation for this entire part. There you he go. Just wants to get he just wants to get drugs off the street. And we'll, <laughs> we'll stop it there. That's a pretty good place. Yeah. Um, damn. Uh, fight is so good. Next week, we'll have Meet the Gangster Behind the Wall, Part 1. Sounds like a Mario 64 star. It's like, get the, <laughs> get the star behind the wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, so switching gears, going oh, back, yeah, back to Poaching Reef. Back to Poaching Reef. Um,. Oh yeah, I was doing uh, Rohan, you were doing Tanya, right? I think mm -hmm. that's how it's done. I'll pick it up on page 23 on the Batoto scans. And where we last left off, Rohan and our friend Tanya made it to the to the beach where they're going to illegally hunt these weird, uh, these weird snail clams. Yeah, the abalones. I hate. I hate them. I've been informed by a listener that abalones actually taste delicious. So, there you go. Oh. Yeah. I mean... Fair enough. Seafood is like nine times out of ten. Seafood is good. Yeah, it's so. usually pretty yummy. Um, so Rohan is seeing all the abalones come in with this uh, this uh, tide. This very special tide only happens once a year. <clears throat> these are the only. These are only the ones from outside the rocks, is what he said. But this scene is just too amazing. It's such a large swarm swimming. I'm glad I came. Oh, I see. So this is why the fishermen weren't able to sell any abalones. This is the Higashikata's family's private property. Orders from the owner. Owner. Yep. <laughs> oh, owner. Tanyo-san? Where, where are you? Tanyo-san? Where'd you go? Tanyo-san? Tanyo Trusardi! Where are you? Huh. Could it be? And he dives under the water only to see Tanyo... Uh, prone on the on the uh, the riverbed. It's not it's not the ocean floor, but the riverbed uh, thing. Yeah, not, he's under the water. That's, he's on that's the, the That's the problem here. What what happened, Tanyo-san? We weren't supposed to go underwater, right? This is bad. He's he's drowning. Tanyo-san is drowning. I I better dive under the water. <laughs> really stupid oh, looking. God, are the abalones eating him? Oh no, are they? They're eating him. No. And then they're going to eat me. <laughs> he, oh my god. He's heavy. <laughs> Why did he drown? <laughs> I don't know, Rohan. Why did he drown? There are abalone stuck to his arms and legs. Could I carry him up to the surface? Water level's five meters. Five meters? Yeah. That's 20... really far underwater. <laughs> yeah, that's 25 feet. That's not nothing. That's not like 
oh, I just got to take a dip to go get my friend that's just, like, on the floor somehow. <laughs> like, your buddy doesn't sink five meters. <laughs> I, apparently, Rohan's does in his onesie, including boots. Um, <laughs> you mean Tanya. Heavy. It might not be possible. Tanya-san's already swallowed some water. This is bad. A race against time. There's rope at the surface. I'll pull up Tanya-san's body using the rope. <laughs> this panel with Rohan. I don't think Rohan heads. knows how to fish. No. <laughs> I don't think Rohan knows how to swim. Rather, <laughs> no, he's not great at this. Uh, sw- <laughs> flops over to the rope, grabs it, and uh, is about to dive back down. Um, when he sees one of these fucking abalones get on his leg too. <laughs> oh, so the abalones are what make him sink. That oh, explains God, it. They're, oh, they're so heavy. He's trying to <laughs> swim back up. What, what the? Just what? They're swimming. The abalone are sticking themselves on my legs. Somebody! Is anybody nearby? Even a watch guard would be fine. I'm sinking. Don't panic. There's one abalone on my ankle. They're only sticking onto me. Abalone feed on seaweed. It's not eating my flesh or anything. They're about two kilos heavy. There are three attached to Sonya. Tanya san. Sonya That's a that's a heavy clam. Yeah, that's about five pounds, give or take. Yeah. These are big these are big boys. Tanya san's drowned because of this weight. I'm drowning too. Shit. Um as Rohan sinks below the surface. Use Heaven's Door on the clam. I will not attach myself to Rohan to sheep. <laughs> uh, he tries to smash the abalone with his flashlight, but then flashes back to Tanya saying, All right, go ahead and read this. An abalone shell is hard to break, even with a hammer hitting it with a car. <laughs> Shit. This is bad. If that... It, oh, no, that's wrong. Oh, uh, this is bad. If that information was right, they'll stick on even harder if you attack them. <sighs> and, oh, God, we one comes right at his face, uh, but he's able to dodge it. Could it... Could it be these abalone are coming to attack me? Could it be a stand power? No, it's just the flow of the water. The abalone lost their balance because of gravity. They're just flowing with the water. They're just drifting along slowly. They're just floating along. I don't feel any will from them. I can't feel any stand powers from them either. But now, during the full moon of Midsummer's Night, touching these abalones is definitely dangerous. Just by touching anything that drifts by, they attach themselves. Tanyo-san touched three of them. Three whole abalones! Count them! One, two, three! I have to hurry up and grab the rope or else Tanyo-san will drown. I only have one on me. Just one stuck to my leg, and yet it's this heavy. (gasps) As four more schlorp onto his back. Half of this fucking one-shot is just Rohan trying to figure out how not to get drowned by these fucking clams. It's just Rohan (laughs) trying to swim. Uh, He's able just to bob up to the surface a little bit, scrabble for the rope. Um, but misses it as he's getting sucked back down by the abalones. What? It's too heavy. What? Ah. He's trying to, uh, oh, he's unzipping his onesie. 
Oh man, Rohan's oh, got here's a weird your fa- bot. Here's your fan service page. Oh, here it is. Damn. <laughs> Rohan's got weird bones. <laughs> he doesn't have a normal skeleton under there. He's no. got a weird weird boy skeleton. Yeah, so he's able to shuck uh, his onesie off along with four abalones and swim back up to the surface, grabbing the rope uh, just in time for a swarm of abalones to get at him. Like, uh, there's no way Tanya didn't drown yet. Like, No, he's dead. This man is yeah. dead. Oh, this is the net they were using to catch the abalones, just slurping themselves onto Rohan. <laughs> drowning sounds, drowning sounds. And, oh, this is horrifying. Um, laying next to Tanya, he sees a lot of skeletons. <laughs> like, Very spooky. extremely spooky is this episode spooky enough for you guys and this the halloween month Um, the halloween month uh yeah so all these people are ones who have tried to do this but drowned in the process tanyo-san i don't know where you got your info but you said poaching has been an art since ancient times maybe that document was a trap looking at that white skeleton this place is a grave for those who came here long, long before us. Those who came here before us to poach like us and failed. They came thinking they knew how to poach the abalone, but they failed. They knew where and when the abalone would swim by reading the document, but they completely failed at poaching. Long ago, poaching at the Mariah Coast was a grave sin equal to murders. Mur- murders. The murder pu- <laughs> the punish the punishment was execution this is a trap a continuing history of a trap to catch poachers the document tanya-san looked up was a trap to, dis- to dispose of poachers itself D- trap <laughs> <laughs> exposition traps <clears throat> oh god the document drew out those who read it in to kill in this trap. A trap that used to use the abalone's nature. It was wrong to disregard and disrespect history, but now I understand this trap. You ever say a word so many times that it's lost all meaning? It's so bad. <laughs> now I'll be taking all the disc abalone here. Don't underestimate Kashibi Rohan. I'm glad. It's that. It's here. What's he gonna... Oh, what's... Oh my god. God. <laughs> Holy shit! This is awesome! <laughs> the Abalone's nat- natural enemy were octopi. If that info on the net was right, that is... Heaven's Door! <laughs> Writes on this octopus's book. Attack the Abalone right now! Heaven's Door! I order you, octopus! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the octopus... This is this is just barely disguised porn now. This is an octopus just all up on Rohan while he's lying on top of Tanya. What, my God, it's not even subtle. Um, so the octopus is able to finagle all these abalone off of uh, Rohan, and at the end we see octopuses. That's not how you do that. Octopi are apparently really intelligent. I saw it on the Animal Channel. You know, the Animal Channel. They right, get, the Animal Channel. They can get food from inside a jar. Uh, oh, God. Oh, it's God. O- it's Okuyasu. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? 
damn. <laughs> oh, and three fourths of Josuke's head. We never see him again. Um, oh, I guess this is the only time we see. And this is just the back of his head. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, Okuyasu voice. By opening the jar, the suction cups on their legs. Then they take it and eat it. Just how I'll use my fork to eat it. So good. Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, Hanyo-san, this is an octopus dish. Octopus tomato sauce. You don't have any of your new abalone dishes for us? Aw, this is, aw, this is really cute. Aw, oh, he saved her, it worked! Aw, uh, and Rohan sees uh, Tanyo in the back talking to, was this his sister? I forget. I, I can't remember, to be honest with you. Might as well be important. his sister. Uh, but, yeah. But standing, talking to Tanyo. So, obviously, he was able to make the abalone, use it on, uh, use it with Pearl Jam to heal her legs. And the final panel is just Rohan looking wistfully at this, uh, tentacle. A delicious happiness. Poaching Reef. The end. That was nice. Yeah, that was fine, actually. That was, that was, like, I'd say, alright, which one of these have we read? We've read at at the confessional, Mutsukabazaka, uh, Village of Millionaires, Poaching Reef, DNA, um, and Rohan at the Louvre. And Rohan at the Louvre. I put this in the middle. If DNA is at the very bottom, um, I put Mutsukabazaka at the top personally. Mutsukabazaka was pretty cool. Uh, Village yeah. of Millionaires. I would put. Oh man. For the corncob scene alone, like, one spot above this. Yeah, I, I would say Rohan the Louvre is my second favorite, if just because the art and coloring in it is fucking oh, amazing. Oh, fantastic? Yeah. Easy. Yeah, it's fucking amazing, so that just makes it good just for that. Yeah, But as far running. as a good story goes, as far as a good story goes, gotta give it Jibutsu Kamizaka, but as far as, uh, you know, art, like, uh, jojo fan service this one was really good yeah it was fun to see Tanya and so again. was uh village of millionaires uh, yeah. well, so was mutsu kabezaka also that had fucking yukiko in there so oh, a lot yeah. of these are a lot of these have a lot of good ass content in them yeah and i love the continuing arc of like rohan bought a, bought a fucking mountain range and now he's poor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't think that was brought up in this one but i'd like to think that like he was he was just slumming it at Tanya's restaurant. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can I get for five hundred yen? He's so broke from his shitty real estate deals. <laughs> he bought mountains. No one does that. Oh man. So, oh right. We also saw uh, we also saw Akira and and Lockman for five seconds in Mutsukabazaka. Oh my god, we did. Fuck those guys. <laughs> And Yukiko was in DNA, my bad. Yeah, Yukiko was, was in DNA. She looked good there. Um, yeah. The whole team appears in in Village of Millionaires, I think, as well as Poaching Reef. Uh, they're in Rohan at the Louvre because it has the horrifying Okuyasu. Oh, right. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the next one we'll be reading, not sure if we'll fit it in next week because uh, we decided to record today because 
Joe Julian's not going to be out until Wednesday, and it's just like the dates don't. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably get. It'll probably be available to read the day the same day this episode goes up. So we'll just cover it next week. Yeah, and then that that way we can just put this. We'll put the Rohan on hold to cover that, mm-hmm. and then also the uh, the OVA adaptation of Village of Millionaires is available online subbed by you guessed it the great people at JoJo's Color Adventure Team. So oh, I'm really? going to watch that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just go over watch- their Facebook. Go over to their Facebook page. They have a torrent link and a direct download link, so you can go ahead and watch that. I'm mm-hmm. going to check that out probably tonight, and we could probably talk about that a bit next week. Yeah, and remember, when it becomes available in your home country, buy it. If they ever fucking release it. I like, mean, the, yeah, you know. I just look, hope somehow Viz is able to get the license for it and just put it out or like yeah. stream it or something. Give me some legal way to consume it, but... Yeah, that's the rule we usually go by here, like... If you can buy it, do. If it's not available in your language yet, like just tough it out and make do. That's yeah, the only exactly. thing you can do. And based on the weird way that it got released in Japan, I, 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 I wonder if there's going to be an easy way to license it for over here. So oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just like watch it. It was you had to buy all of the part right. four Blu-rays. Oh, God, what a so this stupid this OVA cost system. like four hundred dollars. No more than that. <laughs> Each of those discs is like sixty bucks. Jesus Christ! There's a reason when you look at like total sales by category for anime, the Blu-ray section has just been shrinking and shrinking because like streaming has completely like. Well, I don't want to say completely because I'm not an industry expert and so on and so forth, like, disclaimer. But, like, it has displaced a large amount of uh, Blu-ray sales. Like, Blu-ray still gets sold, but streaming is, like, a close second. I wouldn't be surprised if anime Blu-ray sales are higher in America than they are in Japan. Because here they're, like, 40 bucks. Well, yeah, because they're released sensibly. Because we're... We lived through the 90s, and we're never again going to spend, like, $40 on two episodes. (laughs) If that, like, how many episodes did tapes have? God. One? Two? Mm. Oh, God. I mean, if you look at the old, like, uh, Dragon Ball VHS releases, it's like one season is, like, 20 VHS tapes. And you would get them all, and you can mail in for, like, a sleeve to put them all in. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it, yeah it's a sleeve but it also doubles at a, as a coffin to bury yourself in because you're no longer worthwhile you have no money left because you bought all these shitty quality vhs tapes climb into your pauper's grave <laughs> my god so next week we will pick back up with the new arc in evento oreo meet the gangster behind the wall part one and we will I guess do another Jojolian. Jojolian is real <laughs> has been on a something. Cause like Yeah, I mean I don't really care all that much at this point. I mean I I'm gonna read it. Yeah, you're obviously. gonna read it. Uh, but uh Yeah, because that was Rock Human and Rock Animal Part Two. It was twenty pages and oh, how did right how did it what was the last page just to remind me i you? don't i don't fucking remember oh yeah josuke looked like he was gonna get slurped into this uh combiner robot thing great <laughs> no no thanks all right uh, so we'll see what happens you know yeah we'll see what happens guys we will good old good old jojo lion you know i love, love lying to that jojo 
Love that JoJo line. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening as always. Tell them where to find us, Jack. You can find us on Google Play. Subscribe to us. iTunes, subscribe to us. Leave us a five-star review. If you like us, please leave a review. It helps us so much. Leave a review anywhere. Leave a review on a bathroom wall. Tell people to check out What a Beautiful Podcast, available now everywhere. Even if you give us like a one-star shitty review, at least somebody's listening. Oh, yeah. There's a review on there. It's like, um, all these guys do is shitty in-jokes. I'm like, you bet your ass we do. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to change for the world. Uh, On the subreddit, r slash Stardust Crusaders. I post every week. Get the links to all of our stuff at JoJo underscore cast on Twitter. Yell at us. Talk to us. Whatever you want to do. We're here for you. Have a good week, everybody. Take care, guys. Thanks. Thanks.